I think it's important to recognize in this position specifically, like if you are a hairdresser and you're in school right now and you're listening to this episode, like, wow, this, you know, this is interesting. Like I'm scared to go independent, but I want to go independent. I think it's important to note that there are ways to go if you don't want to work permission commission salon based on the things that Aubrey is saying that we've been saying, but you're too scared to go independent, there are other options. So it's important to like right now start getting your options. Welcome to the Messy Hairstylist Podcast. I'm Kelsey Morris. And I'm Abby Warther. Whether you are a mess literally or figuratively, we are here to help you take imperfect action to find your success as a hairstylist. You guys, I am so excited. So today is a fun episode because I have my assistant on here. Her name is Aubrey. Say hi, Aubrey. Hello. So Aubrey has been working with me since, what, July, August? So we have had some time together, um, and it's been really, really cool. But today's episode is going to be about, if you listen to our previous episode, I said, oh, gee, this is a great topic idea for the next one. And that is about how, how you decide as a student if you're going to go independent, if you're going to go commission, what that looks like, what factors went into it, the stress, the anxiety, the people who are trying to recruit you, like all of those things. So I had this brilliant idea while we were recording to text Aubrey in live footage and say, Aubrey, what are you doing right this second? And she was like, <laughs> uh, I'm busy. I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah, no, I was just wondering if you want to get on my podcast like right now. And she was like, yes, I do. Actually, I'll drop everything I'm coming on. <laughs> and this 100%. is what happens when when you're recording a podcast with Kelsey. You're like in, you think you're in mid-conversation. She blacks out and she's like texting about something completely different that this is what happened, but it all this works is just out life this with time. Kelsey, honestly. It's life I, with Kelsey. We just have her on her train and we're here for the ride. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I literally love but that. I, oh I do want to like pull it together that what we were referencing, this was two episodes ago where um, when you're a student, we were talking about what type of a salon do you go work at, right? We were talking about like um, Altas and those quick in and out salons versus big commission salons, independent, whatever. And I had mentioned that when you're in hair school, you are getting recruited hardcore by all different types of hair salons. So that's where Kelsey's like, let's bring her in because you have this experience fresh and what that experience is like. Cause it's, it's intense. I remember it and it can be intense. The recruiting process. Yeah. guys, I never had that. I never had really? that experience, so I can't even oh, talk didn't. about it because I don't even know. So that's why I was like, Abby or Aubrey needs to tell us. So let's say this. Aubrey went to a really nice hair school in Columbus, and as you're nearing the end of your hair journey, maybe throughout the whole thing, people come in. Tell us what that experience is like. Yeah. So honestly, all throughout um, schooling, so I was in school for a year, we had companies constantly coming in and just kind of telling us what they were about and the benefits and all the things. Um, And we had a lot of mainly commission salons come in. Um, My school is actually partnered up with a specific salon trying to just get a lot of the girls to go there. Um, I not, I don't know if I should name it, but just, it was a commission salon and it was just kind of like, I felt like a lot of the girls that came to my school ended up going there. And that was that. We also like we had a business class. If you took the like advanced cosmetology program, like in the business class, one of the days we literally would just take a whole day and just drive around Columbus area and just tour all these salons. 
which was great. I love that. It was a really great factor, but I did feel like a lot of them were more commission-based and kind of geared you towards that type of environment as opposed to the booth rental environment. So is it safe to say that you didn't get like the full picture of all the options for you and you were just really being shown one route? Yeah. I feel like a lot of people will say like they recommend like go commission-based, go commission-based. So that's kind of, I, I don't think that they were like intentionally, like there was no bad ill will right they right doing no it to be, right right 100 percent. so i just think it was like yeah this is just the safest route just go this way and so that's okay what and we did. so the the commission places that came in what were some of like the big turnoffs to you like reasons why you didn't want to go that route honestly a lot of it had to do with the like scheduling I just knew with my lifestyle, I did not want to be told I had to be here at this time when I had to be there on these days. And you only get so many days or weeks off a year. Like I'm, I'm still 20. And so I like to be able to just live my life and do things I want to do, obviously while still working and still having a good work ethic, but making sure that it's not constrained by a business. Yeah. Well, I would like to say she is a great worker. Everybody like the she's a great <laughs> worker. She is a great worker. Well, thank she talks you. about all the time, all the time. I, so yeah. Yeah. Aww. She's great. She's great. Um, now talk to me about this, like those places. So you didn't like the schedule. You were wanted a little bit more of like a work-life balance. Yeah. Um, did they require you to do a training program and did they have non-competes? Yes. So I feel like, honestly, a lot of salons these days are starting to lay back a little bit on the non-competes, which is really nice. But there are still salons that have them, obviously. Um, And then um, a lot of them did have a work program that you had to go through, which was another really big turnoff for me because you would be paid either like you're paid hourly and then you wouldn't even get behind the chair for a year. And it just mm-hmm. felt like, I feel like I went to a really good school, honestly. I felt like I was taught a lot. And a lot of these companies, you would go in and you would do their programs, but it almost felt like you were just going right back to school. And so yeah. I wanted to be able to just get hands-on and start building my clientele and my own business instead of working for someone else for a whole year before I, I was able to do that. Yeah. So that's that is so interesting to me. So... Did you feel coming right out of school confident enough with the school you went to, to actually start taking clients by yourself with no guidance, mentorship training? Like if you didn't find a Kelsey, right? Right. Like, did you feel confident or is it because you found Kelsey, you felt confident? Ooh, that's a really good question. Yeah. Because I don't know if we've mentioned this yet, but you are independent. You're not a commissioned employee for Kelsey. You Mm -hmm. So you went straight from school to independent, which is like, I say people are crazy for doing that, but Mm -hmm. that's, I don't mean it for everybody because this is obviously the best decision for you. And I can already tell Mm -hmm. by talking to you, you got it together and you've gotten (laughs) a great mentor with you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But that's what I wonder. Is it, are stylists truly ready to take clients on their own? Do you just think you're ready or what, where were you at with that? Without I will Kelsey say, in the picture. yeah, I will say 
coming out of school, I do feel like I genuinely went to a really good school that taught me a lot of great things. And so I thought I knew it all. It was like, I was ready to go not in a cocky way, but just, I yeah. thought I learned it all. You were confident. You were um, confident. Yes. Which yes. is you need. Yes. Yes. But I will say now assisting Kelsey and being part of the salon and seeing how other girls do different techniques and stuff. I know I'm always going to be learning new techniques and growing in that aspect, but I do think that it has helped tremendously being able to see what a professional stylist who's been doing this for 12 plus years, 13, 14. Mm-hmm. I don't know what she's mm-hmm. at at this point, but a long time. Yeah. It we just, don't need it's to get specific. <laughs> yeah. She's actually so young. She's only been doing it two years. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm out of high school. Um, yeah. But I will say, just knowing some of the, it depends on the salon or the school, I should say 100%. I feel like I know some other girls that go to different schools that don't teach as much, which is just every school teaches differently. But um, I felt like I was confident. But now being with Kelsey, I've realized that I've just learned a lot more being able to assist her while also taking my own clients. Did you find Kelsey before you made that decision to go independent or was it I'm going independent and then you happen to find Kelsey. Well, so our story is a, like is kind of crazy, right? So mm-hmm. I'll give a little backstory on that because I think it's it's really cool. Like Aubrey and I had been in contact when she was still in school and she had reached out because someone had told you about our salon, right? And yeah. it was when I was opening my commission salon and originally she wanted to do commission over there. And I decided to not do commission over there anymore. So it was getting close to her like graduation date. And she was like, I'm texting with her. But I was like, I don't, I just don't think I'm going to do commission. Would you consider booth rent? She was like, yeah, I'll consider it. And I'm like, would you like to come in and like shadow me for like while you're finishing out school? Like, why don't you just come in and shadow me on like Wednesdays? And then she came in on Wednesdays and started to shadow. And like, we just started to develop a really good rapport. And then a chair opened up in my salon, at which point I put it on her. I'm like, so what do you think, Aubrey? So she did, we did talk and she did get to know about me a little bit before she was done with school. Am I right, Aubrey? Yeah. I still, I mean, I think I still had probably seven or eight months left of school when I reached out to Kelsey, just because I knew I wanted to be prepared and I wanted to know all my options were. So I was not originally planning on booth rent. Um, and it was definitely a scary idea, um, just because you hear a lot of that's not a regular thing like that's not a normal thing that people do right outside of it's a risk school. it's a risk to do that it is right off the bat. it is yes but I knew that I loved the environment of Kelsey salon I loved all the girls there and I just felt like this was just a door that was opening and I felt like I should just go for it yeah. so I did and I'm I, loving it I think it's important to recognize in this position specifically, like if you are a hairdresser and you're in school right now and you're listening to this episode, like, wow, this, you know, this is interesting. Like I'm scared to go independent, but I want to go independent. I think it's important to note that there are ways to go. If you don't want to work permission commission salon based on the things that Aubrey is saying that we've been saying, but you're too scared to go independent, there are other options. So it's important to like right now, start getting your options. And some of those options look like looking at there, there are a couple in, um, independent salons around that they're like a hybrid they're like a commission independent type thing where it's like you make your own hours and and you know you do that kind of thing that's good for a work-life balance but you could also do what Aubrey does which is she assists me 
And so she knows no matter what, she's getting paid to assist me. And then she's able to like, it's a little bit less risky for her because she'll, she'll know she'll be able to at least cover her booth rent assisting me. So it's like, you can look for these type of options. And the best way to do that is what she did. Just start reaching out, like look for salons that fit your vibe that, you know, you could see yourself in visit the culture, go take a little peek and then reach out and say, I'm a student. I would like to do this. Can I come shadow you? And then before you know it, these opportunities open up and before, and you can start talking to them about assisting, start talking about what it would look like to be in their salon. So you're not pigeonholed into this feeling of, oh my gosh, I have to go commission because it's the safest way to do it. No, I love that. And what that is, is creating your own opportunities. That's what Aubrey did. She started looking it up and at seven, eight months to left of school, like usually I find stylists are waiting until like, oh, I'm about to graduate. I need to get something lined up. I did have a question though about when you were getting recruited by commission salons and Mm -hmm. um, the things that you didn't like. That was what Kelsey had asked. I want to know what commission salons were selling you on that they thought was a value, but maybe you didn't find as valuable. Mm. Like, you know, like, oh, we give you like- Benefits. Yes. It benefits. Obviously I'll take benefits if anyone yeah. wants to give them to me as my own boss, you know, but um, like one of the things that you said I found was interesting is they make you go through a training program and that mm-hmm. didn't appeal to me because I was only going to make minimum wage. Um, but, and I really just wanted to start working. And I think that's interesting because a lot of commission salons, that's their selling point Yeah, is we have a training program for you. But that was a turnoff for you. So what else can you remember? Was there anything else that they were like selling you on that they see as a benefit that maybe the younger, newer stylist out of school doesn't value like maybe we once did? Um, I mean, honestly, that was a big one was the training program. They had little things like I remember one was like back bar, which I'm like, yeah, that would be great to not have to worry about back bar. Mm-hmm. Um, and like purchasing that myself, but, um, I mean, other than that, of course, what about like, offered... ben- did, did they offer like vacation time? Did they offer like paid vacations? Did they offer any type of health benefits. Um, any, were any of them willing to like invest into a 401k? Do you remember any of this? I remember one salon had like health insurance which I was mm-hmm. like, wow, that would have been great. <laughs> but yeah. there was like health insurance. Um, they did have, I think one salon had maybe a week or two of paid time off. Um, and I also remember one salon had paid maternity leave, which oh, yes, yeah, that's unheard of. That's, yeah. that's very unheard of. Um, so those aren't bad, but it was nothing that I felt like you was needed. worth. Yeah. And I really, I just, I think the biggest thing for me was I valued that work-life balance and none of them were offering me that in exchange for those things. So I think that's really what mattered the most to me. And I I think that's interesting because like our last conversation of uh, our last episode was about, do you get a second job? Do you not? And that is for someone that's, what's your situation? Like, 
in the our last episode, we talked about if you were a single mom and you were supporting other people, you need to get that second job. Same thing here. If you're getting recruited and you're in hair school and you need insurance, right? So mm-hmm. then that might be a benefit to somebody, but with someone that wants flexibility like you, that's not. So yeah. commission isn't always the end all be all for everybody. Even yeah, right coming out of school. Yes. Yeah. Gosh, and I, I would even say like, too, to add to that, I do feel like, like I personally do have a second job just because I'm 20. I don't have kids. I don't, it's not time that I need to be putting somewhere else. And so if I have a little extra time one day a week, that's what I do. I do just like one evening a week. Like that's what I like to do just for anyone that's listening. If you are curious, um, just for a little extra cash. Cause I feel like that never hurt anybody, but so that's what I personally feel like has helped me too. Like Kelsey was saying, I, she pays me for assisting her, which is nice. I don't have to worry about that. It's not like I'm doing it just to make ends meet, but it does help just to have a little extra. Yeah. Are you in a, we, we talked on last episode. I'm just so interested now. What, what do you do <laughs> with your second, what's your second job? Do you like, are you in a social job? Do you like, talk to people? So I work at a tax office. So it's oh. actually, yeah, you wouldn't expect it. But I did not know you worked at a tax office. I'm like, how yeah. did I not even know this? Okay, all right. Yeah, but it's so just something I, that you you do one day a week for a little bit of extra cash because we, you know, we talk all about like when you're independent and how like it takes time to grow your business and market yourself. So, but you're saying that's just a little bit extra for you. You still have time. And let me just say, Aubrey, you're doing great on like your marketing and all that stuff. You you have really killed it. She's just very impressive. So I think like the basis of this whole conversation is, and the reason I wanted to bring Aubrey on here is to like remind everybody that while we do have so many options in our industry, the feeling of when you're in hair school, I just remember that feeling of like, what am I going to do next? Like, where do I go from here? I feel stuck. I feel overwhelmed. I feel trapped and I'm scared. And all the different things that go into your decision-making and all the, you know, life factors that play into it, everybody's situation is different and there's not a direct path for anyone. So I really wanted to bring Aubrey on here to just like encourage other people, like, especially those people who are coming in out of school and for us to understand like what the recruitment process looks like, what was valuable, what wasn't valuable, what helped her make her decision into going more of an independent route. And I love that I you brought up. You're like, so wait a second. Did you know Kelsey before you decided to go independent? Mm-hmm. Like, what yeah. was that? Because that's that's important. Not everyone can find a Kelsey. Yeah. If well, they're choosing that route, you know? No, and and so so that you are you're very lucky to have Kelsey. I'll say oh, that. Yes. It's Thank what you. a great start to your career. But also to round it all out, I want to say that like the path that Aubrey has taken is not your standard, your typical, which they're right, definitely teaching you in school. And that's, we'd like to talk about that. What are some different things you can do to make this career work for you? Because we all have a different path. But what I want to point out just, I mean, I can sense it from, from the very beginning, just from this little time. It's my first time meeting and talking with Aubrey. Aubrey is a hard worker. She has a good work ethic. She is focused and she's going to do what it takes to meet her goals. I already can tell that about you, right? Am I wrong, Kelsey? No, you're not exactly who she is. And so that's what it takes. Whatever path you take, you just have to come at it from that and it'll work for you. 
even if maybe you do make the wrong decision along the way, it's going to work for you. So I'm excited even more now to see how your career grows. How awesome to hear this story. I'm so excited. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Aubrey, give us a closing, give us closing words, give us closing advice to your younger self. Put yourself back in hair school, right? Mm -hmm. When you started to reach out, you were thinking about reaching out to me. What would be your advice if you could go back in time and give it to yourself? What would you say to yourself? I think I would say, take word from the wise, but also know that everyone's life is different. And so everyone's journey and doors that open are going to be different. It doesn't mean that anyone's journey is harder or easier. It's going to take work and you have to be hungry for it. But what you're going to do is going to be so worth it. And the people that you are surrounded by and the environment that you have is going to be so worth all of the hard work in the end. Why am I crying about that? <laughs> that was so hug, wonderful. Hug so good. Did we just like, oh, get a, a third co-host for our podcast? <laughs> right. <laughs> I've actually been great. so excited. I've been like waiting for this just because I was like, I hope one day Kelsey asks. <laughs> I've been listening to the podcast honestly since I've been in school. I remember I was cleaning a church and I remember just turning on the podcast while cleaning like these little daycare areas yeah. and so it's been an honor to be on here and I'm just so uh, thankful that you guys asked you're me. So I'm so sweet. excited I'm literally such a baby about it I'm like <laughs> oh my gosh this was the best right. best one to end on for today too I love no this <laughs>